Welcome to the Needle Jig Podcast, Season 1, Episode 15, with Mr. Hector Cedillo. I'm Mark from Needle Jig, and you can often find me recording live on YouTube on most Mondays. The audio from those recordings make up these podcasts. I hope you enjoy them. We put these together for serious tattooers and enthusiasts around the world, but I really want you all to remember you cannot learn how to tattoo from podcasts and videos on the internet. Get yourself a serious apprenticeship. In this next episode, we talk to Hector Cedillo, who's been a friend of mine for a very long time. Very, very talented young man. Enjoy it. Big thanks to all the Needle Jig clients throughout the years who've supported us. We can't do it without you guys, so kudos. Please leave your comments in the podcast review. And anything else, see us at needlejig.com. Now let's talk tattoo with Hector Cedillo. Today we, uh, we're sitting here with Hector Cedillo, uh, great artist from Ecuador. I've known him for, oh, at least a decade. First met maybe Worcester show before it was moved to Sturbridge. That was my yeah. first introduction yeah. to you and Justin Budio and, uh, and a number of other guys here in right. Central Mass not too long after I yeah. moved back east from Arizona. How long have you been tattooing now, Hector? I have been tattooing since 2001. No, you're yeah, still a sorry. baby then. <laughs> I mean, you've always had a pretty unique style. Your your tattooing is, it's not traditional. I mean, you 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 look at art a little different, and uh, I've always appreciated the way you you make tattoos more artistic than what's generally been known as tattoos. Yeah, I tried to keep it away. Yeah. Oh, you always try. Even when I was little, I was trying to do something different. Even my house, running around doing shit like out of control, out of the ordinary, <laughs> people freaking out, burning houses, uh, escaping my house, running away, shit. <laughs> I had a wild childhood, but yeah, I've been tattooing since 2001, doing something different just because of the thrive on art. I grew up a lot of, in, in a lot of art, artsy environment. <laughs> Not really with paintings and stuff, but they have a lot of crafty stuff. Yeah, my grandfather did a lot of manual labor, like, and my grandmother did a lot of, like, embroidering and, like, designing, clothing. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up in Ecuador, in okay. Cuenca. And when did you come to the States? I came to the States in 1999. That's when my parents brought me up here. Okay. To Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> we landed in New York. I was like, yeah, we're going to be in New York, Manhattan, big buildings. <laughs> like four and hours you got later, Worcester like, instead. Like, oh, we're here we're in Worcester. I'm like, well, what is this? <laughs> what, it's what? a wannabe city. Yes, yes. It's, just, it's a big town. Yeah, And there's it a is. lot going on, man. And I, this, here's where I started pretty much everything. Like, not too far from here, mm -hmm. you know. Um, now, what were, your, what were your first exposure to tattooing? Was that in Ecuador or was it yes, here? Yes. Okay. Um, so I wanted to be a tattooer since I was 11 years old. Really? Yes. That was like a childhood dream. Wow. Okay. What, what, what <laughs> brought that on? What, what inspired um, that? They were building my, my, my parents' house in Ecuador. And, you know, the day was over. Like the, 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 the construction workers were like changing. And then I was just running around in the construction, and and I saw this guy tattooing each other. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? 
the construction yeah. workers were tattooing each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah just at, like at the job site at the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, <laughs> yeah, we were talking Ecuador, and this is like what twenty something years. Right. So, you know, it was like, you know, uh, he was dipping his needle on a pen, like, and and, and just going at it to the other dude. And that that fascinated me. That I was hooking that. I was like, yeah, fucking sign me up for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like this thing is permanent and it's forever until you die. They were like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, right on. I like this. Eleven years old. You didn't like sit down and tell him to do oh, something. Oh, uh, it took me two years. Two years. Two years until I was like, yeah. You know, I started drawing up myself, um, drawing my brother, and it's cool, man. School was retarded because I would spend not doing homeworks. Just being a complete jackass, drawing my friends, complete sleeves, which is like nonsense. Just obsessed. Just obsessed with the idea of becoming a tattoo artist. Wow, that's amazing. And, and, and you know, and when I came to America, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Well, so how old were you when you started tattooing? Um, my first tattoo was when I was 13. 13. Yeah, that's when, when we built the tattoo machine in the house and... And we're like, what are we using for ink? What are you using for needles? What, you know, so I started like doing a research. Um, so it was, it, it, it was just like too much. It was very complex for me to become a tattoo but artist. And, and this is in cool. Ecuador too, yeah, though. This it, isn't. This is like a thirteen-year-old yeah. trying to build a machine with like stories of how to make a machine. Not even like like looking at books of pictures or anything. Mm-hmm. people like you have to do this and you have to put the flywheel here and you have to put a battery here and, and you're usually like, trying to get all that information when you're 13 it's mm-hmm. like oh there was no Google there was no internet no absolutely <laughs> no it was just like okay let's buy this let's buy this let's get this let's break this to get this motor because yeah. there was no other way there was no store to go get a motor so. mm-hmm. but I ended up getting a machine I tattooed my, myself first my brother then after and then my aunt. What was that first tattoo? It was fucking I never down like heroin or cocaine or any of those things, but I think that's what it feels like. Such a rush. Right. And I got stuck with it like and that's how I feel all the time. Every time I tattoo I feel that rush. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But what was the first tattoo that you did? Oh what I, what was is it was a little omega sign. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was you still not, have it? No, I covered that up. Oh, yeah, no, man. Like, uh, History lost. Yeah, and no, it's there. It's buried. <laughs> it's there. Um, I would love to have seen that. Yeah, no. It was like a lot of tattooing, combat in my garage. It was just like all the, the kids from the neighborhood just coming in. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, we're going in second tattoo. I'm like, uh-uh-uh. Like, no, dude. My parents are not here. I don't want like footprints in the house. I'm like, we're doing this in the garage outside. So we'll set up outside, like just like tattoo and this little ledge. But you were a straight up thug. I I was yeah. I was I was weird man. When I grew up, I was fucking. I owned the town where we lived in. Everybody knew me. Everybody knew my family. So we were like. Everybody knew what what was going on with us with my family. Right. And I think in a way that pushed me to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. You know, my family was wealthy, had connections, and that was just like a, like a gateway for me. So the rules didn't quite apply to you? No, 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 it didn't apply for my parents, my uncles, or nobody. So it was just like, yeah, I want to do whatever I want. Nice. And I, I, I choose the dark side of tattooing. Hey, man. It's been good to me. I know it's been good to you. So. I know, man. It's just like learning how to live as a tattoo artist is 
insane. Well, there's no rules. I mean, there's, 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 everybody's got to find their own path for that because neither, I can't follow your plan. It won't right, work for me, right, and you right, can't right. follow my plan. Absolutely. So everybody but, has their, you know, we 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 row in in the river to a destiny, but you, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's on their boats. Yep. You know, dealing with it. Yeah, and we cross paths and yeah. we see each other and enjoy the time we do get to spend with each other. But you know, you just never know. I mean, it, it was it was quite a while I didn't see. You. I mean, you you were living here, then you went back to Ecuador, then you're back here, and I mean. I, for a while, I didn't know where you were. Yeah, uh, living the tattoo artist life, man. <laughs> you know, like uh, we made the the first time we moved to Ecuador, we we thought that was the right decision at the time, but right. it, it didn't happen. We came back here. We ended up opening the studio down there. That's the only thing that worked out the first time. But then that studio started like, growing, like by himself, by itself, start growing gather momentum and then boom 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 we got there the second time and it was just like rolling good tattooing every day having fun every day in the, in the studio just like with the steam of people just like eager to do tattoos mm -hmm. good tattoos right you know not like now that. how <laughs> how successful is tattooing in ecuador is it is it really popular or legitimate is there a lot of shady stuff on the side i don't know much about ecuador at all Ecuador is a melting pot of just like, uh, tattooing speaking, melting pot of like styles. And there's all these new kids start coming out. They're like grasping in one style and like mastering it. You know what I mean? They don't have to go through the, the hustle of like, oh, what's going to be my style? You know, what am I going to like? They just like see something that appeals to them and then just go. And right. then, you know, technology now and then allows you to just like focus on tattooing. You know, on tattooing, not how the tattoo machine runs, not how the needles are set up. You know, you're just like fully on tattooing. Right. Well, I mean, that's sort of what I'm supposed to be doing is making your job easier. Right, right, right. Know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, absolutely. just. And it's one less stress. And, and, and people don't see that thing that way. You know, there's some people think that like, oh, you're crossing borders. That's not traditional tattoo. Well, who gives a fuck? You're doing a tattoo, you know what I mean? You're performing tattooing. You well, can give me a stick in the needle and I'll do a tattoo. Well, you're creating art and you're making the client happy. Yeah, That's what it should be about. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not about the artist and their ego. It shouldn't be. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's more about the experience, too, man. It's like You try to give the little bit of the essence to your client that you were there with so many hours, you had a good time, you tattooed. Yeah, and boom, you know, you, you might create a relationship with this person that's going to become your, you know, regular client or something like right. that. Right. Um, well, it's uh, it's it's funny though because I know too many artists that try and control the whole tattoo experience. You know, they 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 only want to do a particular style, a particular thing, and they try and force the the client into you know round peg square hole type mm -hmm. of thing. Where I've always Used to tell guys that worked for me that would you know, turn down tattoos because they were flash pieces or or cartoons or whatever something like this. I always told people like just get the client in your chair and tattoo them, mm -hmm. and now you have a captive audience for could be thirty minutes, it could be three hours, mm -hmm. and and during that time is when you develop that relationship. And now my studio, everybody had their own private rooms that they decorated with their artwork and what they wanted to do. 
So when you had a client captive, you they get to know your personality, your artwork, and that's where you do your sales pitch. You, you know, you expose them to the real you, your art, and if they like it, they're obviously going to come back, and sooner or later they're going to let you do what you want yes. to do. And that's the problem now that I see in a lot of new tattooers, like newcomers, that they 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 want that. They want to do that right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and I feel you know you, you feel it because like to me like I wanted to do my own stuff, but I didn't know what was my own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, until like, I and you're still you, learning and discovering uh, yourself. Absolutely, like every day I'm doing something different. Every day I'm like, um, exercising a, a different technique. You know, I'm like, try is always be on my toes on tattooing, and 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 like I said, not until like maybe five or four years ago that I was like, I'm gonna take tattooing to 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 a different, different, different. Well, I'm gonna approach tattooing differently. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna try to play with the ideas of people and just I'm gonna do me, you right. know. I already like did my time tattooing people, tattooing flash, and I loved it, and I always do. Mm-hmm. But now I want to do me. Like that's, that's well, but I mean, you've spent years and years and years developing you and sharing you with the world. So now the people you can sort of pick and choose who you want to tattoo because you've done enough artwork where people are going to see your style and they're going to come to you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not something people get to do in year one, year two, no. year three. Unfortunately, you know, it's, no. It may not be year five or ten. I mean, right, it's, right. it's... Like I said, I mean, it took me a while. So, mm-hmm. You know, some people will come out sooner, but it, it, it only matters how how into tattooing you are. Like, what you see behind tattooing, you know, like, you take the silk out of the world tattoo and then see behind and be like, okay, mm-hmm. how truthful you want to be as a tattoo artist. You know, where you want to change the tattoo game, too. You know what I mean? You can do it quietly, or you can, you know, harbor this big lie and be like, yeah, yeah you know, I'm doing this, and I'm doing it right. And, you know, it's, it's different ways to do it, but, like, where you want to take your tattooing personally. I mean, things move a little faster nowadays because of the way that, uh, well, you know, you get social media, and, and, and you can do a tattoo right now. You can post it, and people anywhere in the world can be viewing it. Absolutely. Where the old days, you That's know, you had a book, you had a portfolio, and the only people that... You have to send, like, uh, like, a CD with your pictures, or you have to send, like, five pictures of your work to the magazines. That yeah. was bananas. Yeah, and then you they... You see if they got published. Well, and, and then they would, they, would, they would always... The magazines used to take those pictures, and they'd look at them, and they'd archive them. <laughs> and, and, and what would happen is... At some point later on down the road, they'd be doing a theme magazine and some. They go into this archive for whatever I don't know, roses, hearts, whatever you want to call it, whatever the the, the theme was, and they'll pick out one of your old tattoos that was from <laughs> five years ago, and you certainly don't want it published then because you have elevated as an artist, and you're actually embarrassed when your shit hit the magazine, right? You're because like, you're like, oh, I can't believe they did that to me. I mean, I, I remember that. Yeah, I, I, I had a couple of times like that, but hey, you know, it's out there. It's like, yeah. it's, it's the way it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You, you, if you're a truly great tattooer, you, you're going to look at your shit behind, you know, that you did from years ago. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I did it, but I was in a different mindset. You know, you were a different skill level. And, when I was tattooing daily, I used to look at stuff I did two months before and hate it. Yeah, not, not hate it, but like, 
knew I could do it so much better just two months later. Cause just this constant progression with the artists that I worked with, the, the people I exposed myself to, just constant learning. You know, you're yeah. just always, always, always looking to, to do better. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Especially if you surround your people with people that are thriving on that, like mm -hmm. learning and want to do better and wanting to do more. Um, I like, I love those settings. I like, I, that's what the studio in Ecuador was like. Nice. Everybody just thriving, you know. Even if it was your day off, you'll be there. Yeah. Just like shooting the shit, drawing, just yeah. like cleaning the studio. But it's like you get that level of, what's the word, camaraderie? Right. Right? Yeah. Dude, everything just smooths, man. I. But you can't you can't make that happen either. It's just like yeah, you, it just, it you can you can set you can create the can, setting exactly. But you've it's 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 you create it's a magic it's a magic environment. Right time, right place, right people thing, right. and you know it's something rare, but it does happen. I yeah. see in studio stuff. You know, have that level of harmony, mm -hmm. right? Well, right. I believe in like like minds attract. So right. you know, I positive I, minds. I try and surround myself with tattooers that care about tattooing. Mm -hmm. um, there's a ton of rock stars out there. There's, there's, there's people out there that are insanely famous and uh, maybe not that well-liked. You know, right. I don't necessarily want those people in my world. They, they might even buy my products, use my products, but then they don't become part of my inner circle. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that I am excited to see. You know, when I go to a show, uh, I go to a show, I haven't seen you in, I did see you last month because we did a, <laughs> we did a show together. But before that, before that, yes. I mean, almost three years since I had seen you, but just to see you, I get excited. You know, it's like, I, just because even without seeing you or speaking with you in, in a long period of time, we reconnect as if no time had passed, you know yeah, I mean? And I those like are the that. people I want to be around, the people that... Uh, yeah, like-minded, that's all. Just, uh, yeah, just, I, I like that. I like to serve myself in that. Yeah. It, it creates good good rhythm for life, mm -hmm. you know? And you're especially if, like, we are, like, in this age. The age of, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm getting to the age of, like, you know, my kids are, like, super, like, growing up now. Like, shit, my, my oldest is going to be 17 tomorrow. Wow. 17. Yeah? 17, man. When Mine are 20 and 18, so... I know, I know, but this it's is my crazy. interview. This yeah. is my interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. No, no. Tell the story. No, no, but no, that's what I'm saying. It's like 17 years that that I look back and I'm like, oh, man, you know, jostling, they grew up on this tattoo scene. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's been 17 years that she's like been carving a road for my kids and my family. and um, But it's been excited, super excited. Up and downs, like everybody but nonetheless very gratifying yeah. to be around yeah oh yeah absolutely. and you're about ready to embark on a new journey you got oh, this yeah. new studio opening up here soon hopefully yes yes yeah. um very soon in this like a the same concept that i have in ecuador mm -hmm. i'm creating an environment where like i can work with people together to you know just create awesome tattoos do you already have artists no i don't I, I don't have any artists i I decided to, I am going to be the first one in the ship and then structure the ship and then be like, okay, who wants to jump into this thing and this is how things are going to work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You come here, you tattoo, you, you have no obligation with this studio. It's not like I own your skills. You can mm 
Right. Come and go as you want, whenever you want, but, like, be here, do good, respect tattooing, love tattooing, to the fullest, you know, I think that's how many of the greatest tattoo artists have, you know, become great, because they, they work in harmony with people, you know what I mean, people are like, sharing knowledge, sharing skills, and, and they're not greedy about it. Well, I, the people I like to be around are the people that are generally willing to give more than they take. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that, I think that's an important part. If you can surround yourself with a number of people like that, you can't lose. Yeah. You know, no, there, there, there is no lose. He's a career force. It's like mm-hmm. nonstop. And like many studios use that strategy at one point. You know what I mean? Like so many studios to harvest so many tattooers and some of those tattooers utilize that stage to become great. Now, are you actively looking for artists or do you want to get established um, first? And... I am looking like, and I want to do like the way that I see feasible to bring a tattoo artist to a studio. You just come in, we do an interview, you sit down, you tattoo next to me. I'm going to watch how people tattoos and, and, and see, you know, what's up. Right. Well, know. I mean, you want to get to know them before I you know, invite them into your world and your family. Right, right. Because I know everybody that's ever worked for me, whether it be my my tattoo shop, my jewelry company, uh, needle jig, uh, anything anything at all, any business I've had, it people become family once they're hired. Right, absolutely. It's, 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 it, it goes beyond the level of professionalism. Right, right. And that's what we want. I mean, like, you, you get to professionalism, but then, you know, there's ethics, then there's politics mm-hmm. and stuff like that that you have to respect. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you get to know them. They, they do become a part of your family. You know, uh, their dog dies. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you feel it, too. You everything. Know, I, I mean. Uh, it happens with a cat once to one of my friends in Ecuador, and it was, it was rough, man. <laughs> the cat was like. Dying and everybody's like solving the death of the cat. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Definitely. We generally are considered one big dysfunctional family for the most part. Right, right. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and the truth is I appreciate a lot of my tattoo family uh, more than I do, you know, my extended real family. It's, it's, it's bizarre, but you, I, I have a different, generally probably deeper connection to a lot of them, mm-hmm. just because of the history we share, or, or just that constant connection we have about the passion about tattooing and art and every other thing, you know, I, you can't do that with just say some random cousin. Right. That right. you, you don't know, have thing, like yeah. you don't have that the thing in common. You know. Right. Right. You have other things in common, but I mean. But what drives you? Like it dri- to me, like it's, it's yeah. hard for me to like sit down with my brother and my sister and talk about tattooing. Right. Well, they're not real. They might listen, but they're not yeah, going they're to not, have they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, the yeah, passion. It's like drawing people. Yeah, cool, yeah, man. yeah. You get paid too much money for drawing yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like you get well, paid a lot. That's cool. But you know, cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've also spent decades. Yeah, you know, absolutely. refining our skills. So some people go to you know school for a couple of years and get a degree and go make a ton of money, and we're continually learning, you know, to our dying day probably. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I don't want to be like, I don't want to die tattooing, but nah. I want to be in the industry until I, I, in my final days, pretty much. 
I plan and on involving too. Well, I tat I don't tattoo a lot at all anymore, but I do plan on continuing to tattoo until my dying days. Mm. It'll probably just be friends and family and things like that, mm. but uh, maybe some other artists that want to get something, Man. you know, a bro tat or whatever <laughs> you want to call Tell it. Tell me, bro. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, I mean, like I I, I I hope I have the ability to to maintain doing that yeah. as I see fit later in life. Even if you do like shitty tattoos, all those old guys that already died, they're like tattooing until they die. It's like, yeah. Did, did, you, did you see my, did you see the, the one Lyle Tuttle did on me in Sturbridge in 2014? No. Oh man, that's a, that's a beaut. Yeah, yeah uh, it is. We'll, we'll, we'll post a picture of that a little bit later. And in let the... us know how. Like, <laughs> what, what level? No, well, I mean, I mean it's, it's very iconic. I do respect it. But worst tattoo I have on my body but it's probably my absolute favorite. You know, I mean, that, he, that he was make, a father figure I will, to me. I will make that a favorite for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was sad when he passed. Mm -hmm. It was in Ecuador. Yeah. Oh. I was like, yeah. Oh. Breaks my heart still. I know. The second worst tattoo I have on my body was done by another another famous man, Bowery Stan. But, oh, okay. you know. I think he was 76 when he tattooed me. He's, it's in there. It's solid. It's clean. It's just not, you know, crisp and fresh like, oh. you know, you see in you know, some of these kids these days. Everything crisp and fresh, man. We all age. <laughs> our, our, our tattoos age, which yeah. is crazy, man. I never thought I was going to be like 37 and tattooing. That's crazy. <laughs> now, think about this, okay? Now, you've been tattooing long enough now. How do you change your tattooing style when you look back and you see things you did 10 years ago, 15 years ago? You know, I mean, because I know I look at my earlier pieces because I tried to break the rules a lot when I was, you know, first starting a tattoo. Mm -hmm. I'm smarter than everybody else. I, other people can't make this work, but I can. Yeah, right, right. You know, but I it, know the secret. <laughs> I know <laughs> Me, I know me. I can do something crazy with this motherfucker's yeah. over here. I can't believe how much smarter I was in my younger days. I, I knew everything then. But that, that, that's when you were thriving. Dude. You were like, no, dude, I don't fucking want to be like one of those guys in the magazine. Shit, how am I getting there? Mm -hmm. You know? And that sadly has been lost a little bit. But, you know, there's still other ways to get into tattooing like that. But yeah. it was nuts, man. I'm more respectful about tattooing. I'm very responsible about tattooing. I'm very responsible of the stuff that I draw for people. Um... I use a lot of symbolism and whatnot, but I I do. I, I am more responsible with tattooing. I'm more careful with it. I take my time with it. Mm -hmm. I think that's my love for tattooing has been more intense lately. But and I think I gain like so much respect now that I like really understanding what my 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 place on tattooing is. So I'm trying to, you know, every day somebody sends me an email. He's like, oh, man, you're an inspiration, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, I'm putting stuff out there that is inspiring people to become better tattooers or, to, you know, thriving for it. So I like to be responsible for that. You know yeah. what I mean? To give that good vibe, that good thing. It's like, yeah, you know, I did it. You can do it. You know what I mean? You just like have to exercise your brain to think a little bit different, draw a little bit different. Well, yeah, no, I that's that's the only thing that I have done, pretty much, um, and dedicating more more time into into tattoo and into tattoo and not worrying about uh, the tools that I'm using or, um, 
not, not so much worry, but not more the technical part of it. I'm, I'm, you know, there's out there machines that are like engineers have been paid to like design this machine that you don't have to mess with. Right. You know what I mean? Just like you have your set setups that you need. You know, you got your settings and just go and tattoo and do your thing. I like that. I, I really like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have that romanticism with, with my coil machines, but, you know, you know, I, I love them, but I can't tattoo with those things, like, mm. for, like, uh, seven hours. I can't do seven hours with, with like, a machine like that. Um, unfortunately, I do a lot of mountain bike. I had a lot of, like, accidents in mountain bike, so definitely need, uh, like, something lighter for my hands, but. I love, I love I love like how tattooing or where tattooing is going technology wise yeah it's pretty cool to see that you know like when I was 13 now that I'm 37 to see the the, the big change of tattooing is is mind-boggling it's like crazy I mean I appreciate the history and all the loyal to the coil guys and everything else but if you don't keep moving forward you're going backwards. Yeah, I, I like when, when I see something new. That That's the thing. I like to see, like, the new stuff that is coming out on tattooing. Like, stuff that is, you know, like, sometimes I open the Instagram and, 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 and I scroll or something and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Trying to, like, dis- dissect the, the piece and see, like, oh, how did they went through? Like, how, which way did they, like, what palette are they using? You know, it's, like, insane. Or, like, how technical they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like. That's what I love about tattooing. You know how people like getting so into it, like that they, they tune it in in so tight. Are you like, talking about like, like art and you know art analyzation and then picking palettes and then styles and stuff like this? Uh, what other mediums? I mean, do you draw mostly? Do you paint a lot? What 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 else do you do besides tattooing to keep you fresh? I haven't painted in a while. I haven't painted in a while. And that was mainly because I wanted to develop my style of illustration, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so it went from sketching, right? I get the sketch and then make an outline and then tattoo it. But without like a basic palette of what am I going to do? Right. So once I let out all the outline and all the light that I need, then I'll go and like, see which colors I'm going to fit here. I, I, you know, I, I won't go with like a set plan of how the tattoo is going to go. So that to me was my painting. That to me was my studying of palettes and what colors will go good with this. So on the fly kind of type deal. So that, that helped me a lot. And it took away from me sitting down one day and do a painting or, you know, just, just do something. Even like something small I couldn't do it just because it was like so determined to change the way that I was drawing. Okay. Yeah. I know you do a lot of work on the iPad. Yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. So, but I mean, so that's your go-to second medium right now? Um, yeah, it is. It is. Um, I, I do love the paper, but the, the iPad is so convenient to travel with, especially if you're traveling a lot. I think that's very useful, you know? Well, because you can have thousands and thousands and thousands of drawings and... Yeah. One small space where, you know, you I remember when we used to go into the tattoo convention with my backpack full of, like, you know, my my tracing paper sticking out. <laughs> like, okay. And all my pencils and my, my case of tattooing. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, I just, like, walk into the tattoo convention with your little iPad and your tattooing stuff, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, very efficient, you know what I mean? 
Uh, and then you're not waste paper. Well, you're not carrying like, you know, 50 to 100 tubes with you while you're traveling and stuff with the, the cartridges, the convenience yes. there and things yeah, like that. Yeah, how crazy is that? Oh, you don't have your, your, your tray set up with like six or seven machines because... Yeah. Yeah, where was that 25 years ago, 27 exactly, years ago when right? I started? You know how I mean, many times I, I bump into my tray and other machines fell and I had mm -hmm. to like undo it. Yep. <laughs> and I had to fucking go get new tubes. And then I didn't have the tubes that I was in and I had to like sterilize them. Yeah. And no, always no, making... No, yeah. Always making exceptions. Well, I'd really like to use a large liner here, but I don't have any tubes, so I'll grab a small liner and I'll just sculpt it out or, or whatever. You, we <laughs> make, we make things work. We're I always... I have a mag to do with this tribal. <laughs> you don't have an outliner, this maggot. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of it, though, is just making the best of what you got. But now, now we're spoiled. Oh, absolutely, uh, man. And, I mean, it's great. You know, like, like you said, it develops artists mm -hmm. much quicker than before. I think a, a lot of people, because of the advances on tattooing, they are becoming like this great artist because they get to focus more on tattooing. You know what I mean? That you get like stuff in two days. Right. You order stuff and it's there in two days. Like even like five years ago, it will take a week to get your stuff. Mm -hmm. And like ten years ago, it will take like two weeks to get your stuff. Well, and then the, and the stuff we order. and the stuff we were getting was mediocre. We had to tinker with it. But, yeah. So you always had you but always there was had that. that. That was growing. You know, yeah. it was like a, like something like a baby. It was growing. And tattooing was growing. It was like the the renaissance of tattooing. Mm -hmm. I think like. But you, you had to think about your equipment while you were tattooing. You couldn't just focus on the art. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. how many times my, like, little adjusted screw came out of my, you know, like, oh, shit. And I'm like, all right, hold on. I have to find that thing. Yeah. Yeah, no way. Uh, machines heating up or your coils are magnetizing, so you have to reach over and bump your power supply up and get a little more like, volts. Hey. And <laughs> but, no, it, it's insane. Like, I'm just, like. Uh, it's spacing out on the idea of like how crazy tattooing is right now. Where do you think it's going to be in the next five years, ten years? No, I have no idea. I know I, I've been like fantasizing on this like uh, like wireless tattoo machine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and I seen it being developed and but it's like I don't know what else. Like and I'm always like, what else they're going to come out with? I'm like, oh, oh, okay. You know where? Well, uh, the lithium ion technology is now trickled down enough where it can become affordable right, right, for tattoos. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's now small enough to be used in our craft and, and, and the great expense of developing all that was already absorbed by all the cell phone companies and camera right. companies and everybody else out there. So now it's relatively, it's, it's cheap enough that we can start to implement it into devices that uh, you know the average tattooer can afford. I, I think it's crazy. I think it's, it's, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. And like, especially for me, like, you know, I, my very first tools were a needle, you know, and like this motor and tried to make it happen. And now this thing is just like wireless and you, and you have the needles, you know, this little thing, this little cartridges uh, that you don't puncture yourself with. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so how many times? You puncture yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. We've all <laughs> like, yeah. we've all pulled the line and like right up our own right, hand. I right. mean, this is like, oh, geez, good, didn't go through the glove <laughs> right. or whatever, you know. And you just go see. No, I have, yeah, <laughs> tons of it. <laughs> I've never left any marks on myself, but I've definitely 
Oh, I have. The gloves have yeah. saved. The gloves have saved me a lot. Two thousand nine. I'm still alive. I didn't catch anything. <laughs> How crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know you have tattoos of some characters on my life. Oh my god. Oh. So how old were you when you came to the States? Uh, 1999, probably like 15-ish, 15, so you finished school here? Yes. Okay. And any art study? What did I you... I did art studies in Ecuador. Um, I, I was an apprentice of an artist, a painter uh, in Ecuador. I took um, art classes. When, then this is when I was very young. And like I said, that was me utilizing my family connections to kind of like navigate a little bit into the, the art scene and how to become an artist. Nice. And then I found out tattooing and that was it. Well, with your family being, you know, pretty wealthy and having all the connections, I mean, that, that has to help a little bit with, with the, you know, I mean, meeting other artists, accomplished artists. I mean, I mean was, yeah, I mean, that environment definitely, definitely creates the, the the taste for art at least a little bit i mean to me it was just like right but like you said i mean you you were 10 or 11 when yeah. you knew uh, i mean i i find I that i could have learned to jerk up you know like earlier than than you know find this passion for tattooing yeah you know what i mean <laughs> i mean I, I i love tattooing i'm passionate about tattooing but to be honest with you i still don't want i still don't know what i want to do when i grow up <laughs> you know, I mean, it's 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 the truth. I still feel like a little kid inside, and I'm just I'm enjoying the hell out of this ride. But what am I going to do when I grow up? Or am I going to grow up? I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, I mean, we we like the, the eternal Peter Pan's, uh, you know, tattooers. Like I think that's what we are. Like we're trapped. You know, we're kids trapped in this growing up. <laughs> you know, it's like. You don't see a serious tattoo artist in the scene and just like acting up like, like like a complete grown up. You know, everybody's a goofy ass motherfucker all the time. <laughs> and you can see that in a convention. Yeah. You might they might be serious in the shop, but when it's convention time it's like yeah, it's like yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I, I I call the conventions my working vacations. <laughs> you know, I think this year I'm doing I'm taking eighteen working vacations. Nice. That hurts. <laughs> nice. nice. You know, uh, man, I, I, yeah, I, I want to go back and you know hit more conventions. That's my thing too. Mm -hmm. I haven't done a lot of conventions. Just I don't know. Sometimes some conventions leave a bad taste in your mouth. You know what I mean? That's always going to happen. I mean, that goes for anything else in life too. Yeah. Now you did a convention yourself down in Ecuador. Yeah. That was what uh, two years ago? I think a little bit more than that. Really? Uh, maybe three years ago. Okay. But it was fantastic. It was great. I was glad. I, you know, that was one of my things that I set myself to do. I'm, like, I'm going to throw a tattoo convention and I'm going to bring some really good tattoo, you know, tattoo artists in there and like trying to broad the window of tattooing in Ecuador. Right. You know what I mean? Um, although tattooing is not illegal down there, tattooing was, the tattoo scene was very underground. Uh -huh. You know? But when, when, when I, Went down there in the city, you know, like I created this, this, this noise in the city to, oh, this dude from the United States is coming here and he's from here, you know, <laughs> he's coming back to the motherland and opened a tattoo studio. So we created Iron Horse, which is great, like I said, great platform for a lot of artists, for a lot of people to visit. Um, and now um, we use the Iron Horse to push that convention. 
which it was great. We had a lot of people from the States, from Europe, mainly from Ecuador, but it was great. We like a, a convention that you like feel happy about it, even though you don't might not make that much money as you were expected, but you you're happy of the the final product. The results, the yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I was, I was happy. I was like I was thrilled. I'm like everybody was tattooing and everybody was just pushing it and putting like great tattoos. You think you're gonna do it again? Uh, it, it was something that we've been talking actually like, for the last two days has been back and forth with a couple people that they want to go back and do the convention. Uh, but it's it's something that will definitely be on my future plans to do it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to make the next one. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, like I said, I, I kind of did my rounds, invite everybody, but, you know, it's Ecuador, and everybody's like, oh, shit, I don't know, man. I don't know how the concept. I'm like, how the fuck things are going to be? It's like another country. You just go there, tattoo, and that's it. It's not different than going to Europe. Right. <laughs> now, uh, tattoo-wise, is, is, uh, is Ecuador... Well, you know, you go East Coast, West Coast, and, and one always seems to be behind the times a little bit or whatever. Where is Ecuador in tattooing? Are they modern, cutting edge? Modern. Just, just, just modern. They're, they're right there up in the forefront? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think... It will be a handful of countries that you will go and be tattooing. It's like tattooing is it's a little bit behind here, but all South America, I think, is just like, you know, on the current time of tattooing. Everybody's just like... Full on tattooing and making great pieces, and it's, it's very current to the to, to the time of tattooing. It's not like, like I said, there's all these young tattoo artists that are like have their the information at their fingertips and taking yeah. just like, this is what I want to do. That's it. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to get into, and and you go go go, and then you get this beautiful pieces done for people that have been tattooing like two three years. Yeah, I worry about some of those people though, because. Uh... I wonder how many of them are going to stick around. You know, I mean, like a lot of people seem to want to try tattooing. You know, which it, it, I frown upon that, mm -hmm. but I also understand it and appreciate it. You know, because like you got to try something to find out if you like it. But there are a lot of people that just want to just jump in, try it, and move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And then some of them end up sticking around and becoming cranky old bastards like me. You know, but I mean, it's like, I don't know, I mixed emotions, you know, with no, a lot I, of the kids no, I, coming I, in. I feel you. And I think as long as they're doing the, the tattoo and like fully on, you know, on, that that's okay. You want to try it. You want to see what, where you, where you artwork, where you, because they're using this as a medium. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you can be great artists doing oil painting or engraving or whatever the app, but. This is another medium. You have to see it. Like, there's a lot of artists that they're doing the original stuff. They're not dipping their toes on, like, traditional, tribal, um, neo-traditional. No, they're doing their own illustrations, their own stuff. And and it looks great, but some of them don't stick around, like you said. Right, I mean... And they just, like, bounce off to the next thing, and that's it. I mean, they... If there was something great, they will stick around for it. Well, I, and, and I appreciate and understand why people do that. But for me, tattooing is such a big part of my life mm -hmm. that I almost feel like some of these people are disrespecting it. You know? Uh, yeah. No, and, and yeah, you know, but I mean, it, it, it's hard. It's like I said, I really understand why they want to try it because mm -hmm. while they may be great at it, they may be successful at it. And... And I get it, and I appreciate it, but at the same time, it is so sacred to me that I'm like, I'm like, 
if you're not a thousand percent committed and serious, don't even get in the water. Right. That's right. how I think of it. But again, my opinions are, they're just that. They're, they're mine. And I, I have to understand not everybody's going to think the same way you that know, I do. Like, I, 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 I feel you and I understand and, and it's and it great. But I mean, tattooing is, is such a hard food to digest. You know what I mean? It's. You can see people going all the way to the top and just crumbling down, man. You can see, like, the best tattooers just, like, <laughs> hitting, you know, the ceiling. And then all of a sudden, just, like, boom. Yeah. It's hard, man. It's, it's a hard thing to do. Tattooing is so stressful. It, you know, it opens the doors to a lot of things. And you have to be careful with those doors. You know what I mean? Where those doors are going to take you. And not a lot of people are fit to be a tattooer. I mean, you got to have thick skin. Right. And you have to be conscious of how your words and actions play out for the rest of us. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big part of it. Conscious, dude. People need to be more conscious about the shit that they do. Absolutely. Tattooing-wise. You know, it's, I see a lot of people just, like, grabbing an image from Google and putting another image on top. And, and then you see the same tattoo with the same references... 15 times in one week. It's a true story. Right? Yep. And, and that, that to me is just like selling somebody something like a fucking cheap mm -hmm. Chinese stuff. Uh, and then you see the tattoo artist forums where people are just bitching about it all day mm -hmm. long. Right. I did this picture and I put it out online and I saw 12 copies of it in a week. Right. Well, that's going to happen. And none of them are going to be as good as the original. Mm -hmm. And you just have to... <laughs> Suck it up and move on and uh, do another one better than the last. Right. That's all. Uh, they say, you know, the, the imitation is flattery. Right, right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean... I have imitated stuff before, but it's like... You get to a point that it's like, you, you don't want to be doing all that shit all, every day. You know, well, how boring is that? You're like, you're like oh, I'm going to do what this guy is doing. Whatever you, but whatever style you end up developing as an artist, it's all based on everything you've seen prior. There's nobody that comes up with anything original. You take a little piece from this style, a little piece from that style, and slowly develop your own. Right, right. But I mean, we we're all to some degree still copying. I mean, yeah. that's just we're no, pirates. I, I, we bite, we steal. We bite, we steal. Do like the Dali stuff, <laughs> but. You know, like, only the people that are, like, strong enough to survive the tattoo is the people that are going to last. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the whole wishy-washy, I'm going to be a tattoo artist and be famous, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of ridiculous. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get famous. I'm going to get laid. Right. I'm going to whatever, you know? But, I mean, like, oh, yeah, all those things are possible maybe down the road. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize all the hard work that goes in to even achieve the slightest level of success. Never mind to achieve any of those those, those bigger dreams, those bigger goals. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be dedication. No, yeah, absolutely. Discipline, be disciplined, be dedicated. I think those those are key on on, on tattoo. And if if you and anything anything in life, just be disciplined with what you do. Be conscious about it, um, and just like can. Be good about it. Just good energy. Good. Have a good philosophy about life and tattooing. You know, how can you mix both? 
and, and being in harmony with it. Wow. You know what I mean? It's really hard, but, you know. Finding a balance is, is so difficult mm -hmm. because uh, being, you know, having a normal family life and being heavily involved in the tattoo industry, uh, those don't coincide terribly, yeah. terribly well. Yeah. That's why I've been off the scene for like so, <laughs> for so long. That's Just, why you're still happily married. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. 